And uh, in the middle of that afternoon, I am simply sitting around in the living room like I have been, and I experienced what I could only describe then and now still as simply a, an inner click, and it was very visceral and very clear. And in the moment of that click, I recognized instantly that the animating life force was beginning to drain away. It was beginning to leave. It was beginning to uh, dissipate. And that was the beginning of my body beginning to die. In the instant of that click, I saw with a kind of clarity that I'd never understood before that I was observing my body dying, but I wasn't dying. That I and my body were somehow two different things. That there was an observer aspect to my own being, my own consciousness, that was, uh, again, entirely, perfectly, clearly conscious and aware, and recognizing that the body was beginning to die. But it, just as with the same crystalline clarity, recognizing that that observing consciousness was not dying. <laughs> and so it was, again, as if one way of saying it would be that my, myself, my I, and my body were two different things. And as a part of that recognition then, flooded in an extraordinary freedom, because what that meant in that moment was that the pain in that body was not mine. And so, in that moment, there was a, essentially a complete release from the suffering of the situation. It is, it's the first time I ever, and it is not the last, it is the first time that I experienced the difference between pain and suffering. Because what I mean to say there is that the pain wasn't, the pain was not gone. It didn't leave. It wasn't, didn't magically disappear. It was just recognized immediately and fully that it wasn't me, it wasn't mine. And that even though it was still there and recognizable as pain, I didn't need to be suffering from it. I wasn't suffering from it. There was a complete release in that way. And you can imagine this is, this is day three or four into my father's care. The surgery was four days before I arrived there. It's been a week of this. Um, and, uh, and so that moment of freedom was staggering on one hand. <laughs> and it began to turn what had been a very literal experience of complete hell into something as far opposite of that as, as could be conceived. But that still wasn't the end of the situation here. One of the other things that was immediately apparent in that moment was that that life force was draining away at a rate that was relatively slow. I was not going to keel over <laughs> imminently. It was going to, I mean, it, it, the way it appeared in that moment was that I probably had a day and a half or two. Um, and so, so again, there was this moment of just absolute freedom from the suffering, which, and the recognition that I got a little time. And so there was no sense of urgency in any way in that. There was, there was really simply um, almost a sense of, this is so extraordinary, I'm so glad to have some time with it. The, the third sort of uh, recognition, revelation, realization was that even that sense of an individuated but non-corporeal self was beginning to lose its individuality. And that, that sense of an individuated self, even if non-corporeal, was beginning to 
merge into what I at, certainly at the time could not possibly have put into words, which was uh, merging into what was absolutely vast, what was absolutely overwhelmingly all. It begins difficult to put it into words without sounding either very poetic or very religious. And, uh, and I actually kind of love all the words that we have for it. Um, it's, uh, and this too was happening at a rate that was kind of slow at first because it was in exact lockstep with the rate at which that life force was leaving was the exact rate at which there was this merging with the vastness, merging with the divine, merging with what is absolutely overwhelmingly all. One of the funny things is that uh, I'm dying. That's very clear. And as a result of all the rest of this, I can't for the life of me think of it as wrong or bad or urgent or as if there is a problem in any way whatsoever. Because with the release from the suffering that is this complete and with merging into that absolute allness, even just a little, it's it was impossible for me to conceive of there being anything wrong with that. Um, I also wouldn't po- I would not have been capable of putting it into words if you were standing in front of me at the time. So, um, in a sense, there's not that much to tell about the story from that point forward in a way because not much happens. I sit there in absolutely mind-bending awe for the rest of the afternoon. Uh, can't imagine how to express this or say it. Even if I wanted to talk to my father at the time, I mean, my ability to actually speak, given the condition I'm in, was I could barely, you know, whisper out and uh, eke out a whispered word. It would be, you know, very difficult to do. But there's no impulse to do it either. There's no impulse to even want to speak. There's no impulse to do actually anything. <laughs> uh, because when you're faced with merging into what is absolutely all, the fact is, is that there's this overwhelming uh, clarity that there's nothing missing. And if there's nothing missing, how could there possibly be anything wrong or broken or amiss? And there was not. Uh, so it really was just overwhelming uh, awe, uh, peace beyond understanding. There is, a, there is a phrase from a popular source that describes the peace that passes all understanding that some of you are surely familiar with. And... Um, it came to mind at the time. Uh, although I do, there is some time that morning where over the, through the night and into this next day where I uh, have, this, have had the opportunity to sort of reflect upon, a little more upon what's happening. And it, it's very natural for me to think of it in terms of, as is often spoken about in these things, a doorway or a threshold or like, I could, I could go through that doorway. Um, the, the, the notion of choosing to step through that doorway, go into, as they say, the other side, presents itself, first of all, as something that is, uh, requires absolutely no effort in any way whatsoever. It is merely a choice. That is all. There is nothing to it. <laughs> Easier than falling off a log. And, uh, but it's still a very clear choice actually, in my case. And when faced with the overwhelming beatific piece of uh, being steeped in the divine, it's a reasonable thing to ask, well, why would you want to turn the other direction from that? Why wouldn't you go that way? Which is a question that I've, I've enjoyed um, 
kicking around ever since, actually. That next day, as I pondered that question, what I couldn't explain then, and I don't know that I could do it now either, is simply why there was something in me that felt like, uh, I have that choice, I can go that way as easily as could be, but I think I'm not going to. And the sense of it at the time was, I think I'm not done here, I think there's some things I need to do here, I don't even know what they are. Like, I'm really baffled by that. The, the, the fact that I am feeling that way leads to a whole, I got more questions. Like, all right, fine, what am I, really? I mean, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. This, frequently not that amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but I think I'm not gonna go through that doorway. And uh, early afternoon, once again, my father comes in from some round of chores. And this time he looks at me and his face squinches up and I see him kind of look real carefully at me and he says, Jonathan, I think something's not right. I think we better load up and go back over to the hospital. Uh, it's a two hour drive back to the hospital that conducted the original surgery. And we uh, head back to the emergency room at that hospital. The docs immediately discover why I'm dying and it's the dumbest reason on the planet. I'm dying from dehydration. <laughs> and uh, that's, uh, you know, unpacking how we got to that point precisely is a, this is probably not the time and venue for it, but, uh, but that is in fact the reason that I am dying, which means it's also a very simple solution. So these guys stick me with an IV and dump a liter of saline solution into me. And this entire process begins to reverse. I immediately feel that life force begin to uh, reverse course it is now flowing in instead of flowing out and uh, the the merging with the infinite is also beginning to reverse and I am I am coming back here I will not be going through that doorway when I return to work um, people often ask oh, how to go oh I almost died really wow <laughs> Uh, I'd never once mentioned that myself and my body were two different things. <laughs> I never once mentioned merging into the divine. And I, I couldn't imagine doing so. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't actually put those things into words uh, for the entire next decade, even though I was asked about them occasionally. It wasn't until I actually, uh, like I said, I. I had to reconcile these experiences, which I had a hard time doing in the regular workaday, ordinary human world, because they seemed so opposite to how I normally experienced life. I did eventually uh, literally disappear from regular life. I ditched regular life. Uh, I sold the company I was working on with a buddy to, to him, my business partner. I, I basically... I, I detached myself from my career. I sold my car. I said goodbye to the lovely woman I was with. Uh, I gave the keys to my home to someone I barely knew, and I disappeared. Uh, so that the task of reconciling these things could be uh, a full-time effort. And I, at, that, at that time that I did that, um, it was only because I could not possibly not do that. Um, and uh, it sounds a little overdramatic these days, but uh, I knew that I was going to reconcile all those things or I would die trying. <laughs> And uh, so I kind of, uh, well, I suppose the word is surrendered to that. Mm. I've never really fully gone back. Um, 
I was nearly silent for a little over a year, just because I didn't feel the need to talk at all, which is a pretty strange way to be an adult. Um, but that's pretty much what I did. I also couldn't figure out how to, uh, like none of the things that had driven my own life and been you know, pillars in the way I organized it, none of them mattered. They didn't seem to really hold much importance to me. So um, I actually just wandered the globe. I wandered the globe with a backpack for about two years <laughs> and uh, have slowly gotten back to uh, what at least looks pretty normal. And uh, there's, I don't feel like there's anything else really for me to do other than at this point to find ways to uh, share these things.